live on camera. We're going to do this. All right. It's always going to have the delay when I'm watching. Oh, yeah, 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 because it takes time to get up. Just don't watch. You're, yeah, watching. you're actually going to watch yourself do this, aren't you? Just, yeah, you're going to look hilarious. down at it the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and you're just going to stare at this. How big your forehead is and how much bigger <laughs> the camera makes you look than me. From Bonzotune Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is the Suds and Buds Podcast. Featuring stand-up comic Mike Steenberg and musician-producer Brian Stevens. This week's episode is brought to you by our own Bonzatune Studios, located here in Atlanta, Georgia. Bonzatune Studios, simply great audio. Find us on the web at bonzotunes.com. All right. Uh, I guess I guess we could do this. I guess we could uh, get in get into this. This is uh, episode one of Suds and Buds. I can actually watch in that camera. Yeah, you can you can look up there, man. Yes. You can look up there because that's where the God. people are right Feeling there. Feeling it out. Feeling the people are out. right there. Right. This is episode one of Suds and Buds, and um, this is my buddy comic Mike Spienberg, stand up comic. What do you prefer? What moniker do you stand like? Stand up comic. Stand up comedian comic. is a weird word to me. Why is that? Uh, it's more like uh, it reminds me of clowns in a clown car. It's, comedian is very to me is very Jerry Lewis. Yeah, like he's a comedian. Yeah, uh, orator would be nice. <laughs> I, I or I prefer. That's uh, too easy to mess uh, up into something else. Profit. <laughs> <laughs> I like that word a lot. Yeah. Profit. Yep. Uh, uh, leader. I like that one. Um, master. Like that one. Oh no, we're in the south. You can't use that. <laughs> Probably not. You can't use that one. So but that's something you never heard though. Master Spienberg. No. You know what I mean? You never would have heard that. That that just goes places. Master Stevens to. probably probably would have heard that. Uh, you know, being what? from Mississippi and all. Considering where I come from. Yes, definitely. My dad's not a truck driver. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm Brian Stevens. Mike Spienberg. And um, we were supposed to start yesterday. We were supposed to start yesterday. Uh, what happened before I before we give you the backstory of why we're even sitting in front of a camera and microphones? Tell them what happened yesterday. I, I totaled my Honda Accord. I wrecked my car. You didn't just total it. Yeah, uh, two hundred thirty eight thousand miles. No car payment. You know, it was a good relationship. Yep. You know, it was all take on my end. You know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yesterday, I some lady just lost it on two eighty five on here in Atlanta and uh, started. And she went across the five lanes, and I thought, I'm from Charlotte, right? So you, where I come from, you drive through the wreck. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, what you, that's the plan. You get to go through the wreck, and by the time you get there, the wreck's gone, right? Right. Well, the wreck was gone, but she went that way and then shot back towards the middle of the highway real fast and just careened into my passenger side and blew all the windows out. I had glass in my hair last night and wow. blew all the windows out, and, uh, and I held on to it, you know, and yeah. then got to the side of the road, and I'm just now I'm dealing with the insurance i got to wait two days for the police report to be at Sandy Springs Police Department. Yeah. It's just a hassle, you know? Well, yeah, of course. It, it sounds kind of like Atlanta's version of like an amateur NASCAR. I'm just blown away by the fact that I just spent uh, 16 days of my May in mm -hmm. Iraq and Kuwait, and mm -hmm. I spent 16 days of my uh, June in Bahrain and Djibouti, Africa. Yeah. And I can fly on a, a Chinook helicopter uh, that's leaking fuel or like engine grease out yeah. of the roof across the Gulf of Aden and land on a on a, on a, a, a destroyer, a U.S. destroyer, you know. Mm. But I can't drive from Smyrna <laughs> to Lawrenceville yeah. without getting plowed into, <laughs> banged up by somebody who, ironically, just still doesn't speak English. So I can <laughs> I can go somewhere all the way around the world where people don't speak English and and come out without a scratch, and yeah. then I have to come home to get hit by a foreigner in a uh, in a Mercury Topaz. 
Yeah, a good time. So one of the other reasons why we uh, came up with this bright idea of suds and buds is because it gives us an excuse on a Tuesday at noon to sit around and drink beer. Drink a beer. Yeah. And drink a beer. And we're going to try different drink different kinds of beers every week. Yeah, every week we're going to try a different beer, and uh, maybe we'll even give you a heads up at some point as to what beer we're going to try, so you can try it with us. Well, let's talk about where we come from first. I okay. uh, naturally come from, I'm a Miller High Life fan. That would be mm-hmm. my favorite beer of all time is Miller High Life. Yep. You're a little more... Uh, micro brewed. Yes, very much. Smaller so. and smaller in nature, so. but bigger in taste. Apparently, is what you think. Yeah, I'm more visual. I like that the high life. I like the way it looks. And I also like the way it tastes. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we also have to straighten out that the buds part of this show means friends. Yes, yes. I mean, on occasion there will be maybe. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we're gonna. It's about friends and suds are beer. That's and suds are beer. Yes. Yeah. Mike and I, we've known each other since like 2002, maybe. 2002, 2003. That, huh? Yeah, somewhere around there. Somewhere in the, the uh, We vicinity. started out with the Indie Music Hour. Yes. And we did pretty well with that. Yeah. Um, one of the guys we actually had on the show is now in the Zach Brown band. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, Clay. Clay, Clay the, is uh, in the Zach Brown band. And then we uh, we did Speenberg Radio for a while. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, it just got too taxing for me to be on the road all the time or for you and I to be putting this together. So. Right. You know, and then we went our separate ways, and then you just realized that you couldn't be without me. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. And no, now what I, I come in here, there's fancy, I can do a podcast fancy cameras like this. and stuff, and there's all kinds of other stuff going on. I'm waiting for the interns. That's what I'm yeah. excited about. Brian used to have interns. Now he's getting back into interns. Yeah. Now, what I realized yeah. is I could sit and I could do a podcast like this. I could just drink because I can at noon on Tuesday and yeah. webcast it, but it's not nearly as interesting without you. That's yes. what it is. I appreciate you for bringing me out so I can, it's especially since I have to drive the 18,000 miles back to the house in Smyrna. Yeah. After. You after. almost come from the other side of the world. We're doing Sam Adams Coastal Wheat. Why did you pick Coastal Wheat today, Brian? Uh, I'm a big fan of the wheat beers. And I, oddly enough, I'm one of the few people I know that drinks wheat beer with lemon yeah. in it instead of orange. I just had a big swallow of it, and it's not very oddly enough why you're the only one who drinks wheat beer. It's just too strong for me. Mm. Like, I like it. I don't mind if it's beer, it's cold, it's around, I'll drink it. Right. But I just uh, the thicker the beer, mm-hmm. the less I'm, I like it. And but and really, this is, wheat beers are generally pretty light. Um, they're unfiltered most of the time. That's part of where the taste it just comes tastes kind of dirty. It's unfiltered. That's why. And why do you want to do that? Why do you need beer that tastes a little dirtier? I like I like beer with taste. It's like uh, like maximum strength Excedrin. Yeah. If you have maximum strength Excedrin, why does Excedrin continue to make regular strength Excedrin? Yeah, I mean, you could well, you could just take three of the regular so filter beers. Who's yeah. the guy that said, "Ah, let's just leave all the shit in it and unfilter it and uh, leave all the seeds in it"? He was and, and the European. stems and stuff. He was European. European, yeah. So there's probably uh, unshaved pubic hair in it as well. If he's European, <laughs> okay. Grab that up. See, I guess because I'm, yeah, there's an emergency. There's an emergency Budweiser in there. There's, I'm more of an American beer guy. Yeah. I don't know. I uh I drive a Honda and I drink American beers. I don't know what that means. I don't even drive a Honda anymore. <laughs> no, no, apparently not. <laughs> you you own a wrecked Honda. Yeah, so I am in the market for a new car. If anybody knows, uh, not anybody wants to get rid of a car, you can email us. Uh, what's the email address here at the new um, show? Well, you can email us directly. You can email Mike at sudsandbuds.net. Right, gotcha. That goes right. That's here. pretty fancy. That goes to your regular. I can email, read that. Way. Right. Do you do you filter those emails? <laughs> We have a <laughs> we not only drink unfiltered beer, and, uh, we the other read one is unfiltered just, emails. Yeah, yeah. Brian at sudsandbuds.net. And that just gives my regular email too. Not that you needed to know that. But um I'll send nude photos. Unfiltered nude photos. So she boys. 
Do you know what a she-boy is? So the idea... It's like a unicorn. You make a wish when you see one. If you see a she-boy driving down the road, you have to make a wish. So the idea is, Tuesdays at noon, you can come to sudsandbuds.net and you can watch us just be goofy live. Just sitting here talking about current events and things that we have happened during the week, and we'll try some beers. And um, if you look below the player, there's a link to the podcast That'd be below website. me because I'm the only player here. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a ball today. I'm pretty really quick today. You're, you're quick. I, got, I think that wreck rattled me. <laughs> you think? A little bit, yeah. It's like I don't feel any pain. Like, like my dad talked to my dad today, mm-hmm. and everybody I've talked to said, oh, you're not sore right now, but you're going to be. You're going to be sore. You wait till you wake up tomorrow. So I'm waiting to wake up and be sore. And I don't, it's just I, I, don't, I didn't get hit. I got hit on the side, and I, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe this is one time where I'm not going to be that sore. I mean, you know, it kind of weirds me out. But right. I, uh, I just, I just like, you know, the thing that bothers me most about it, all the whole thing was my car was paid off. I didn't have car payment. Right. <laughs> It's so work. That's going to happen here. Yeah, a lot, a lot. I kind of all right. I mean, it, it's so, just. So uh, what do you? I, I've got to change one little thing over here since I'm audio engineering and video engineering and do all. Right. You tell people what you think. What does it taste like? Um, I like it. It's it's uh, it tastes like every other Sam Adams though to me. But doesn't every micro brew have like a coastal wheat? They have some version of it. I think it's very 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 presumptuous sometimes for beer companies to put. A lot of stuff in your beer, like this has wheat ale brewed with lemon peel. Yeah, I don't know. I just like beer. So, like, usually I do like a blue moon, like a blue moon, and most people put lemon in it, and I put, I mean, put orange in it, and I put lemon in it. I just like the taste of lemon. I don't know what it is. Um, so my hope, the whole point un-American. of this show, this show's well, gonna be a really good. Boston. Not this show in particular, because it's the first one where. Yeah, but but like. This show about yep. our our difference in beer tasting mm-hmm. is going to be very uh, very good because we I, we go in totally separate directions on beer. I, th- I think it's a it's a good um, it's a good metaphor for uh, just you how we are. I get to pick the beer next week, right? Yeah, I'm picking malt liquor. <laughs> oh God, yeah. we're gonna oh, drink a bumper, an OE eight hundred bumper, and I'm gonna have to sleep on the couch. <laughs> That's gonna be. I'm gonna take it. It's gotta be a up. big forty, and, yeah, and we're out of a bag. Oh, get this. No, we're gonna duct tape it to our hands. And you can't get rid of the bottle until you finish the 40. Okay. All right. I'll play that game with you. All right. I'm down with that. We'll bring OE800 next week. Okay, bring it. So uh, now you know what we're drinking next week. Go buy yourself some. and uh, Yeah, if you'd like to share an OE800 with us next week, we'll be here from – we're going to do noon on Tuesdays. Noon on noon. Tuesdays. <laughs> and, then, you know, and you can go to the live stream, and we'll put it up on Facebook and uh, YouTube and all that stuff. Um, I'm home for two weeks, so yep. it's kind of good that I don't have a car. So is the summer any slower for you than the yes. rest of the year? Uh, yes, it's hard. Like uh, for two reasons. Number one, it's summertime, so a lot of places that are seasonal that do comedy shows on during seasonal times, they're usually shut down during the summer because yeah. it's too hot and people want to be outside and go camping and vacation and stuff. Uh, that's kind of changed a little bit because of the economy gr- crashing. You know, not crashing, but getting worse. Right. Uh, the, the the people, a lot of people, don't go on vacation as much now. They'd rather go out and spend a hundred dollars at it with. You know, me and my wife would go out and see the comedy show, and that would be our big weekend out or whatever. Yeah, it's more of people staying closer to home, I guess, because of gas prices and money and all that, and jobs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so that's helped a little bit on that. Uh, number two reason that it slows down is because all of the people who have uh, that are comics that have big shows in L.A., like Billy Gardell has that Mike Amali show. Uh, he's a perfect example because during the summertime he'll go out 
and do stand up because they're not because they're not filming, and uh, it's a trickle down effect. Like if you know big heavyweights like that, if like Billy come in and want to work, like so if he gets to pick the week that I'm supposed to be there, I could get moved or like I could get bumped or you just get moved around a lot in the summertime. It's you know it's it's not the same for music, I don't think, because you people you know want to hear music outdoors and stuff. Well, it's it's different because well, I mean, more people are on vacation, so if you're not the kind of band that plays seasonal hangouts like if you don't play aj's in destin or spinnakers or you know down down in florida if you don't play those kind of places then you have the potential to have a lot less turnout but um it's funny because it's not that i'm getting away from playing live as much but i'm getting away from having to worry about whether or not anybody shows up i just show up whenever they tell me to show up and i get paid so i don't even worry about that anymore right i uh I still worry, I, I, especially if I'm headlining. It's kind of, I kind of have to worry about that stuff. You know what I mean? Like if you're the headliner, you kind of, you, when you do radio and everything, you want people to come out. Right. But in the summertime, it's naturally slower for anywhere, I guess. That's like an indoor entertainment venue. Yeah. I would think. So, but you know, like we were talking earlier, if you're a dirty comic, you get less work around the holidays. Right. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Why is that? Because people. Comedy clubs around the holidays tend to have a lot of Christmas parties and company parties and large groups of families and large groups of people that come in and that, you know, to be a, a, a really dirty comic on the, around the holidays, it's just harder to get gigs at comedy clubs because if they know you're a dirty comic, they just can't use you during the holidays because companies, you know, when they come in and they, they don't really, they don't, nobody's in reality, nobody's, if, if you're with everybody you work with. You know, you're not going to laugh about doing drug jokes. You're not going to laugh about a lot of dirty jokes because you're with your coworkers. Sure. So, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where that just kind of happens to guys who, who are dirtier comics, just don't get a lot of work around the holidays. So do you do you change your comedy or um, do you just do Mike Spielberg? Well, I change. The same thing I, mean, I hope that I'm kind of growing all the time. I have different stuff that I talk about all the time, but I also have stuff that I've always talked about. But, I mean, are there times when you're a little bluer than – other times? Well, yeah, I, I think, well, no, my main difference is where I'm at in my life uh, is how I treat the crowd when they try to interact with me. That's my big heel. Like a lot of times, like if I'm having a bad day at home and I go do a show, like if Amy and I are arguing about something or, or you know, just something, I'm just pissed off about something. Uh, if I go do a show, I tend to be more pissy. You know what I mean? So if you try that to talk sense. to me, I'm not going to be as, but you know, if, if, if I'm doing good and everything's great and I'm, you know, I'm all peachy keen about stuff and life is good, then I'm more apt to like conversate with the people. You know right. what I mean? I, mean I, ch- I guess I change in that era, but I don't have like angry jokes and non-angry jokes. I mean, it's just kind of, you don't have a set that's like full of F-bombs and things like that. And then one that's like completely stripped out. I can, well, I, when I, uh, Henry Cho is a, a friend of mine and, and a mentor to me. And, uh, I work with him quite a bit when I was on the road, you know, going around last year, especially and stuff. And, and, uh, when I work with Henry, he makes you work squeaky clean. I can't cuss at all when I work with Henry. Wow, he's headlining it, and but he he go, he works big, night really big big rooms. So I like working those rooms with him. So, uh, it, but it makes me better. I want to make it makes me a lot better to be able to do my show without cussing. But I mean, I think too, it's generational. To you and I, cussing is not a big deal. No, to not my really. grandpa, it's more of a big deal. Yeah. So it's more of a generational thing. Like I think sooner or later, you know. Corporate gigs will relax a little bit too, to where you can, you know, kind of, because that's just the guys that are going to be running the company, or you know, like it's like tattoos. Yeah, you know, you see a lot more people in suits that cover up tattoo sleeves than you would have twenty years ago. Sure. So I mean, it's kind of, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's 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 generational. I think it's it's a lot easier to cuss in front of people our age than it is. You can feel the difference. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, there's not as much weight to it. Right. It's like if you walk, there's certain rooms that I walk into that if I were, and, and I, I'll tell you one of the things I struggle with with us doing this podcast. That I'm so much better looking than you. <laughs> one of the things I mean, that look, I struggle dude, with, I, he's, I'll tell you, he's got a window right down here and he's watching himself the entire time. He hasn't looked at me at all the whole time. You think he's looking at me. Um, one of the things I struggle with is, um, I'm trying to find the transparency. Right. Um, when you do a, a show like this, when you do something where it's us, I mean, you know, we're not characters. We're not playing a role. Right. We're just kind of, we're doing what we do when we hang out anyway. We just talk about stuff. We talk about what you do. We talk about what I do. We talk about right. current events. We drink. Um, we don't really, uh, we don't really have any kind of filters. And uh, ideally, that's what I'd like for this to be is like no filter. Right. Just, but the problem with having no filter, <laughs> yeah, unfiltered, unfiltered you guys. Getting Speaking the, of which, drive of the show, uh, it's unfiltered. Give <laughs> me one of those. I'm almost done. Unfiltered. Come on, big boy. You need to. You need yeah, to I'm awesome. pull up to the bar and let's make this happen. I'm start doing a show in Smyrna. <laughs> <laughs> that's where all the normal people live. Oh, oh, yeah! I can't get, I can't let you drink too much because you have to drive after yeah, this. So I'll just have this one beer and then I'll finish my coffee. But every Tuesday at noon, right? That's what we're every do Tuesday because at Mondays noon. I get home on Mondays. Sometimes I, uh, my fourth quarter's it's going to be a good time. I'm pretty, I'm pretty busy. So I'll finish my, I'll finish my thought. Oh, I'm sorry. We have this thing where we just kind of go on tangents, and you'll have to get used to it. He he starts one, and I interrupt him, and he and whatever. Um. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listening to your story. But I have a problem. Like, We're gonna have um, to get softer chairs too. By the way, yeah, this, this is this yeah, is hurting my ass. This I mean, was, this worked. This worked uh, nine years ago when we were doing indie music hour, and I yeah. had an ass that could sit on hard chairs. Now, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. So, I mean, most people that like know me, I mean, they know that I try to be pretty transparent, but we have no idea who's who's gonna watch this and listen to this. Right. And for you, that's not as much of a problem because I feel like, like when I see your comedy, it's what? been happening since the wreck, dude. I don't know what that is, but it's been happening since yesterday, since the wreck. Just keep it here. We're just gonna draw a line. We're gonna draw a line right here. It's like you, you keep it on your side there. Okay. No, it's it's one of those things where, like, I feel like when I go see you, and it, it, correct me if I'm wrong, and right. if I'm blowing your cover, you tell me too. Right. When I go and see you do your stand up. Right. I feel Stick. I feel like I'm seeing an amplified version of you. Right, superhero me. Right, alpha male me. Yeah, most powerful guy in the room. And that's another thing I was talking about a minute ago. Like uh, Tim Wilson, who is uh, unbelievable, one of the greatest comics ever. Uh, taught, you know, he didn't actually say I'm teaching you this, but watching him, I you learn uh, from guys like that. Bill Burr is another great example. Like alpha male. Yeah. Like, like when you're doing your show, nobody's. Bigger than you, better than you, stronger than you, smarter than you, tougher than you, wittier than you, sexier than, than you, you. Sex, all of that, yeah. all of that. Your brain has to carry all of that on the stage right? because you're the man. Yeah. And people are the, like the people are no different than we're all mammals. We're all animals. We, we're herds. We do where we, we, we herd. Yeah. That's what we do. We cohabitate. So we're a herding. That's how we are. Yeah. And uh, we're a pack. So. They smell fear and apprehension just as my dogs smell fear and apprehension in another dog or another, you know what I mean? So then if they smell that, they know that 
now they're alpha male and right. you're not right so i've learned from a lot of guys that like even if the even if they're not super digging what you're saying mm-hmm. if you still have that alpha male respect mentality coming from them mm-hmm. you get it in return it, it, it comes it back works to you. yeah you know what i mean so i think uh, a lot of times i'll see guys or girls who are very funny but the minute somebody talks to them from the crowd they're completely fucking lost and they have no idea what's going on. Right. And then you can go see guys like Jim Brick, John Morgan, guys like that who uh, uh Bobby Slayton, oh, yeah. pretty much yeah. all they do is crowd work. Uh Rickles is the first guy, you know, Don Rickles was sure. the man, is the man and all that. Like he started all that. So yeah. like, you pretty much find guys who are you watch some guys who are real or girls, there are women too who are really really good at it. Yeah. Just really good at talking to people. And I'm I'm also one of those guys that like after shows, mm-hmm. uh I like to stand out front hawk my wares, shake hands, and meet people. Right. Because my whole show is about where we come from. Right. So I have to connect with people. It's not like a lot of guys, uh, like when I worked with Hedberg back in the day, he would do his show and then he wouldn't come out. He, was, he would stay in the green room. He was shy. He didn't want to be around. But I have to run for mayor. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have to have that. How's <laughs> there? Hey, kissing babies and shit. I have to do that. Yeah. That's where I come from. That's the kind of, that's the, the down-home, redneck, white, trashy, uh, guy next door that I'm trying to put across in my show, my sure. so I have to f- be that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I have no idea. What you're just like about. when you like when you're playing drums and you're feeling it, and you decide to like, man, I love this crowd. Let's throw my drumstick out at them. And the girl that's like three feet in front of me, right on the tile floor, pop her right in the head. It's the same thing. Technically, I'm throwing my drumstick at them when I'm out there. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. I think I'm at a disadvantage most of the time, especially when I work for other people. Right. Because depending on the venue, yes, whether it's a small little club or like um, not this past weekend, but two weekends ago, uh, you know, I'm playing like this little bar. I mean, I play all kinds of different. I, I play little bars to you know 50 people and big amphitheaters to 10,000 people. Right. Um, but most of the time, for me, I it's don't really have... people most of the time, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> or you wouldn't be sitting here with me in my warm-up pants. No, I'm sitting here with you primarily because... Right. See how that works? Yes. Anyway, um, I, I, because I'm trying to play somebody else's music and serve their purpose... I'm not passionate about it. Well, it's not that I'm not passionate about it. I'm let's very passionate about it. Right. <laughs> it's that um, I, I have to take on their personality. Got you. Now, like recording, like when I'm doing drum tracks and stuff, yeah, I'm trying to get inside the song, but still, you know, maybe I'm getting inside of somebody else's song. So I, it's not quite that personal for me. Do you enjoy producing or playing more nowadays? Well, it depends on what I'm playing. It, uh, I, I enjoy producing uh, xylophone. more. Xylophone. Do you enjoy the, the guitar piano? <laughs> I enjoy producing because I do less of it. I only work with people that I'm excited about working with. Songs I'm excited about working with. <laughs> so, so, so that I can paint. I mean, it, it, for me, that's like my painting. You know, it, it, working with somebody that I really think's talented and songs I really dig a whole lot, and with other musicians that are excellent musicians. Right. It's like it's like getting a palette full of all kinds of amazing colors and being able to paint a great picture. Um, Speaking of great pictures, you did a wonderful job in your restroom in there. Do you like that? Do you, uh, you, uh, Brian has all the magazine pages uh, glued, like where you do the in his bathroom. And uh, there's only one drummer I've even heard of, yeah. and that's Chad Smith. 
from yeah. uh, from uh, 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 Red Hot Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. Yeah, the rest of them are guys that I've never. I have even, no idea. I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> They're staring at me while I'm taking a shit. So that's really nice. Huh? <laughs> it's a work in progress. I'm like every every week I put Could a you new get them piece facing, up there. like not facing. <laughs> You want to see the backs of their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to wipe while there's a guy that I've never heard of staring at me with a drum kit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't even know where to go with that one. I can't volley that one back to you. I, uh, but yes, I think this is, this is going to be fun. I think that, you know, um, we, uh, people that listened to the show before, um, it's kind of going to be the same thing. We're just going to talk to each other and have a good time. We've been friends a long time. So, and we both, I, we both admire what we both do because we both at the same time kind of, kind of made our living not staying away from corporate and real stuff. I mean, yeah. like, tangible like things. It's you know, that, well, that's, that's the interesting thing that I don't know if anybody ever draws that parallel is the fact that what we do is kind of off the beaten path. You know, you, you didn't do what a lot of comics do, which is you end up with an L.A. manager in L.A. trying to get a sitcom and doing that I kind no of thing. De- I have no desire to do that. And I, I, I just think when I started doing stand-up, all I really wanted was to not have to get up and go to work. Right. And, 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 and then, you know, there's part of you that says, Oh man, I got to go to LA and New York cause I'm better than this guy and I'm better than that. You know, I can do this and I can do that. But that's not, that's, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be creative there. I don't think or in those places right. because that's not surrounding myself with the people that make me creative. Right. As, 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 you know, I, I want to be able to sit in my backyard with my dogs and, and drink high life and, and hang out and that makes me write about where I come from. Yeah. And I'm the same way with music. I mean, what I don't want and, and immediately this is this, I can feel the ripple effect of this. What I don't want is I don't want to have a number one hit. Well, it's because same thing. If I go around saying I would never move to LA or New York, people are like, Oh, I bet, I bet he, I bet he would if he, and I would, if I got, you know what I mean? Like if the right opportunity came, of course, right opportunity, but it would have to be, a lot more than just the stand-up aspect of it. It would have to be my wife, my dogs, you know, my life, because I'm not 22, right? You know, and uh, it's kind of one of those things where, like, I have to think about other people now. Yeah. So that's. But then again, you know, there's part of me that I'm like, wow, where did the last 10, 11 years go doing stand-up? Yeah. Because you think about, man, I was I go to a club, and then the next time I'll be back, it'll be almost a year later because of schedules and stuff. Hmm. And you go to a club once a year. Before you know it, you're you've been there 20 times, and it's 20 years. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> well, I mean, like for me, I kind of wish she'd have hit me a little harder. <laughs> well, for me, it just thing, went offline. It said offline. So. Don't even worry about that. We have the, the cameras. The, the the people are right there. Okay. There's the people. Say hello to the people. Hello to the people. <laughs> well, for me, the thing is, <laughs> it's acting like we just created video cameras. The people, <laughs> the people are in there. They're in there, right there, like the first TV. They're, all, they're, they're in all there. sitting right there. <laughs> well, next week, we'll invent the microwave. You know the first microwave, dude? Remember that son of a bitch? Oh, my God. as big as a refrigerator. You got to put Grandpa in the carport. He's got a pacemaker. Grandpa can't, can't be in here with the microwave on. Don't you hit Anna. <laughs> or the electric blanket. My grandmother. They used to wrap us up in a blanket you plugged into the wall, dude. Yeah. My grandmother, she used to put a towel over her microwave because she was scared of the cancer. Her, yeah, she scared the radiation would get her. But she'd get a big beach towel and she put it over the microwave, and that's how she ran the thing. Nice. As if the radiation wouldn't come it through the beach, the beach towel. Yeah, well, that's what they should do in the Japanese nuclear plant: is cover it with a giant beach towel. You know what? We need to make a few phone calls. The, that's a great idea. Yeah, we, we would sell uh, nuclear protective beach towels. 
That is crazy. Your grandma's in Screw this uh, podcast stuff. We're doing beast house. It's offline anyway. <laughs> Your grandma. Oh, I forgot. The people are in there. Yeah, the the in people there. are in, in there. there. They're in there. You are a little tiny. People. Or they're listening. They're listening. See, that's the wonderful thing about the, the internet now is that they can watch us or they can listen to us. Right. So while we're at that, that juncture, I'll tell you, you can either watch us live Tuesdays at noon uh, at sudsandbuds.net or right. you can go to the podcast site which just go to sudsandbuds.net click through the podcast you can subscribe in itunes um you can listen to us just kind of rant and talk and do the things that we do we're and on itunes we're going to be we're going we, to be on itunes this week this week nice brian's a technical guru that's right i just drive out here and show up and drink beers a beer a beer just one well sometimes i drive halfway and get plowed into <laughs> and i turn around and go home but today I drove out here. <laughs> today you made it. Yeah, I made it out here today. It's Unscathed. Drive, man. It's about 20-something miles from my house. Maybe. <laughs> How far is it? 20, gonna, it's it's a god dang long no, drive. It's, it's all of 20 than miles. It's longer it's than longer that. It, it takes you probably 45 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem with Atlanta is that when you're outside the perimeter, there's no easy way to get from one place on the perimeter to another place in the perimeter. I do. When I drink a glass of beer, I throw it to the ground. Every single time? Every time. Grab another no, one. I want to see that again. No, I, <laughs> I want to see that again. No, that's the problem with these beers, too. It's like if you don't drink them, you, before you know it, you're too deep. Yeah. Like well, the highlights, I know, I know where I'm at the right. whole time. Yeah. See, now, Brian doesn't smoke marijuana, though. No, no. So now I, myself, I, I, I smoke Brian's marijuana. On occasion, but no, I mean to me that's like cigarettes nowadays too. I'm not, I'm right. not, I'm not going to get all preachy on the show about all that. That's kind of my personal business. But I, um, I, I don't look at that as. I think, I think we should. You can, it, you can be transparent. Tell people what you think. I just, I think that uh, it could save a lot of the debt problems in our country, and I think that people are, it's not going away, and it's not, man, it's not a gateway drug. It's not. I, I, I know, if you're going to get into heroin and shit, right. Beer is a gateway drug. Cigarettes well, are anything a that drug. alters your reality right. is yeah. a gateway drug. Right. So you can't blame all the heroin addicts and all the meth addicts and all the people who are cooking meth in their trailer, or all the people that are smoking crack or doing coke or whatever. You can't blame all that. On a lot of them, and a lot of them don't even smoke weed. Right. So I mean, it's kind of you know. I just think it's gotten a bad, bad rap. But that's not this kind of. I mean, that's not what the show's about. I don't want to get into all that. It's just it's too much of a political. It's a, it's an argument that you just go around and around and around. Sure, around sure. So it's kind of it's kind of pointless to even make. And I don't talk about it in my shows. And I don't, you know what I mean. But just know that, you know, I'm your guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you in the fight, brother. But yeah, I uh, I mean, you know, it's been it's been it's been a good time. I just I just had my birthday. On, uh, yeah, on June nineteenth. So yeah, it's been heavy, and I got to go to uh, Iraq, and that was the heaviest thing I've ever done in stand up. I, I did spent four Blackhawked everywhere. You can go to my website and look at my YouTube channel. It has the videos from Iraq and from uh, Bahrain and Djibouti, Africa. Mm. You know where Djibouti is? I have no. It's behind I, it's your right. balls. <laughs> I was gonna say it's just behind your balls. Okay, it's in Africa, and it's hot as shit. Yeah, and uh, it's it's third world, man. So like, but it goes back to what I said. I just didn't want to have a job. Now I get to, you know. Go across the world and four continents. You work. I've done four continents. Four of seven. Four of seven. Uh, I got. Uh, I got uh, one more to go. I want to do South America. That's five of seven. Then I got mm-hmm. Australia, and then you know I got to do Antarctica. 
I have a connection in Australia. We'll Do you really? I'll check that out. Be five continents. I, South America should be pretty easy. So that fifth one will be easy. Six Australia, be pretty hard to get all the way over there. But I mean, you know, I'll be the first comic on the moon, man. That'd be. I want to perform at the space station. I'm gonna learn Russian. What do you think? We'll do a show from the space station. I would love to do a show from the space station. Yep. I would, I'd pretty much do a show anywhere anybody would ask us. How about Smyrna? How about where I live? Yeah, yeah. We'll, just, we'll pack all anywhere this up. Anywhere but where I Oh, well, are you going to carry all this on the space station on a carry-on bag? I just want to check all this. What's much? Oh, 50 pounds? Don't worry about it. I'll just take some out. You'd be the guy pulling stuff out of one bag, putting it in the other one. Yeah. God, this guy sucks. Hurry up. <laughs> All right, so, so, so what's the deal? Next Tuesday? Yeah, next... Noon. We're going to do noon. Every Tuesday at noon. Noon on Tuesday. It took us a while to figure that part out. Yeah, because we're going to do Monday, and then... I think the wreck was probably the best thing that ever happened, because it probably aligned us to exactly where we needed to be. Yeah, that's if that's how positive you want to be about it, I'm glad I totaled my car so we could figure out we can be in here on Tuesdays instead of Mondays. That's, that's the one good thing I at least came out of it. Yeah. That, that'll be great. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting you. It's just weird my how when you get into a wreck like that, you, you, you one minute you're in your car, and the next minute you're, you're never going to see it again. Right. I get, that's like death. Oh, God, don't even talk People, about that. You know what I don't mean? Don't even I, talk about that. Same thing. I just put a very good friend in the ground. Yeah, I did that this, this summer, too, week. and it's not. It's, it's just weird. I'm not going to talk about all that. But, uh, well, yeah, we'll but talk one, about it. I need to things. talk about it. I need some therapy. It's one of those we'll, we'll talk about death next week. Tune in next week. We'll talk about death. death. <laughs> uh, we'll, drink, uh, we'll drink malt liquor and talk about death. That'd be great. We'll have the malt liquor. We'll pour it out for our homies. Oh my God! Put some trash yeah. bags down yeah, there. Yeah, we'll yeah, pour yeah, out. Yeah. We'll you do. can't pour out Sam Adams for your homies. No, 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 no. That's a travesty. Where art thou? Uh, so yeah, next week malt liquor and uh, and death. How about that? Sounds good. Because I buried a friend this year too. I know you did. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Well, you didn't date your friend though, did you? No, I did not date my friend. He was my wingman for a lot of things. He was the wingman the first time I ever got so a blowjob. So you probably, job. oh wow, well then you dated with your friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how we met, dude. We were at, we were at a, a high school party. <laughs> you were having a blowjob yeah, no, we right in the middle We were at a high school party. How's it going? Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> we were doing a high school party and we were at a high, we were doing now I'm all fucking retarded. We were at a high school party in tenth grade, yeah. and uh, and uh, we uh, one girl liked him, and one girl liked me at this party, right? Well, they, yep. the girls were friends. Okay, so they were in the same car riding to and from the party. I got so you. me and this stranger, yep. Josh, had to be in the car, and uh, ended up my parents were out of town. So after the party, we had an after party at my mama's house. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so you know, I got my first, my first, and it was terrible. And uh, it was bad. She had a ring on every finger too. I remember that. Like she was like one of those hoodlum chicks with like oh a, yeah a ring on every finger. You, you think know? she'd have some practice? This is the dawning of the angel Aquarius. She's got like her uh, her birthstones and all that shit. Her mama's birthstones. It's my grandma's ring. And uh, yeah, so those hurt. And uh, and it was oh man, I can't remember their names, but it was like tenth grade, and that's how Josh and I became friends. And then we bonded over basketball. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll about talk about it tomorrow. Oh, no, next week. next Tuesday. I'm next coming Tuesday. back out here tomorrow. <laughs> One day. One, One day. day. We'll have enough listeners. We'll have a central location. That's right. Somewhere in like, Right uh, here. <laughs> and an intern that comes and picks me up. So I want to. Uh, <laughs> I, I quit taking you. my malaria meds too, dude. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had to take malaria meds when I was in Africa. Oh, yeah, that's right. They make me crazy. 
How so? Nah, they just make you have real lucid dreams. Like your dreams are real lucid. Like I had dreams about tornadoes, and I woke up like freaking out about a tornado. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real heavy. Like your dreams are real. Yeah. There. So. Ambien does that for me. Really? That's why I had to quit taking. Ambien. I uh, said I'd take to sleep on the thirteen-hour plane ride from Kuwait. I yeah. took an Ambien. Crack crashed out the whole time. Oh, it's great. It makes for me that. sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, so the idea here is that we're just going to come see you guys every week. We're gonna we're, he's going to come see me. We're going to hang out. You guys are going to be a part of it. And uh, it's usually lunchtime. It's usually lunchtime. When I was a kid, I went to see my grandparents during the summer up in upstate New York, and every uh, every day during lunchtime at noon, mm-hmm. the fire uh, siren would go off in town. They would play the fire siren at noon, and then all the dogs would howl. They ever do that in the town you grew up in, in Mississippi? No. Play the fire siren at noon. They do it in Smyrna, I think, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we never did that. Anyway, so uh, time. if you want to, uh, if you want to, please go to um, our Twitter handle is Suds Buds Podcast. Oh. <laughs> so what you can do is you can just uh, friend us on there or follow us or whatever it is, and uh, you'll get our updates. Um, what's your Twitter handle? Spienberg? Uh, I think it is actually Spienberg. S P E E N B E R G, and it's S P E N B E R G dot com. Yep, and uh, Twitter and all. If you go to Spienberg dot com, I got a link to the podcast and the and the uh, and uh, a lot of other stuff. Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah, and on Twitter, I'm just uh, at Brian Stevens. But follow us on the uh, the podcast. He spells Stevens weird. Yeah, with a ph. Stephens. Stephens. Master Stephens. Mister Stephens. I get that a lot. Um, and uh, and please, by all means, too, uh, on the podcast website, if you go over to um sudsandbuzz.net click through there's a link to amazon anything that you buy on amazon uh we get a little piece of that we wet our beaks a little bit and uh you know all of three cents for everything that you buy and we have uh, stuff on amazon too well we're we got a link to it oh wow we got a link to it so So there's right now there's a bunch of ada corolla books that i kind of bookmarked because i like those but uh if you just click through the amazon link you can buy anything on amazon and we end up getting a little piece of it so uh it's just one way that you can support what we do support the bandwidth it takes to uh serve this up to you as a podcast or uh when the (laughs) when the video actually works the whole way through uh you you can actually help help us pay for bandwidth as we're doing the video and um are we passing the plate right now? Is that what we're doing? That's exactly what we're doing. I like to think of it more like a chicken. You guys drinking chicken Sam bucket. Adams in the bottle, and he's asking you for money. <laughs> I said, next week when we have malt liquor, we're going to be asking for tons of money. Or yeah. next week we'll be taking food stamps. You guys Ooh. want to tune in next week? Take we're gonna. Have, we need to talk about that because they don't do food stamps they do anymore. They programs, right? Wick they pro- do cards. It's a card. It's like a credit card. It's a travesty of justice. Because people never have to go to the actual office to get the thing charged, really. And, like, it's a story for another time. But there was a period of time when I, right before I started college, I was on food stamps. Believe wow, it or not. Could just you? Well, like me and family. the wife. Me and the wife. Oh, no shit. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the first wife. Um, yeah, another story for another time. Um, so, but Tune we next actually- week we're going to drink malt liquor and talk about Brian being on food stamps. Next week's going to be a really uplifting show. Yes. Brian and food stamps. You're getting a phone call. Uh-oh. Mom. It's your mom. I haven't told you what my mom did, dude. What? Uh, uh, she was taking, you know how I got in a wreck on 285? Yeah. Okay, well, I, I, two days earlier, I'm bitching at my mom because my mom takes the dog. She lives in Charlotte. She takes the dog to the dog groomers. Yeah. And uh, she pulls into the, she has a Honda Pilot. She pulls into the dog groomers. Next to the dog groomers, uh, 
in the strip mall is a barbecue restaurant, but it's vacant. It's closed down. There's nothing in there now. Right. Thank the Lord. Because my mom's gas pedal in her pilot, it got stuck. <laughs> and she drove up over the curb, through into the strip mall store, and took out the whole front end of the strip mall what? store. What? <laughs> Three days ago. You're kidding. So I called and was yelling at my mom, not yelling at her, but just telling her she needed to be careful and all this other stuff. And then sure enough, kapow on 285. Yeah. My mom drove through a strip mall. Like like a scene in a John Hughes movie or something. Yeah, she's just kind of the, the the you know the door frame and everything in the strip mall is all one piece. So sure. all it does is blow out the glass and right, it takes right, the right. door frame up. And it rent my my brother works at Honda. He said my mom's car is it's going to be painted and all, the new windshield and everything. Oh my god! Yeah, that's when you need an in dash camera. On, we'll post pictures of my wrecked car on the we should page. Look, wow, yeah. She got me good, huh? You did get hit. Look at that. So you're going to get that fixed? No, it's going to be totaled out because the frame's bent right there. Ah, I got you. So when the frame's bent, you're screwed. Yeah, that's pretty much it, dude. Look at that. It's nice. She got me good. There's Popo behind me. Email those to me. I'll put them up on our Twitter so people can see them. All right. So next Tuesday at noon, we're going to start getting this crank. We're going to start having guests and stuff, too. And we need to have some musicians in here to play some music. Yeah. Like, we'll try, like, maybe once a month, once every six weeks or something. That was a good. And we'll model the bands after, like, we have Malt Liquor, we'll have a rap band. And if we have, like, uh, Budweiser, we'll have a country band. Okay. We'll stereotype everything, a couple of douchebags. (laughs) We'll drink. So what happens if we have a blueberry uh, beer? We'll have that, uh, uh, What's that guy's name? The Hasidic looking Jewish guy? Oh, I'm in the middle of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is, the rapper. We'll have him and we'll drink Manischewitz. Jewish wine. You put a lot of thought into this. Yeah, I got it all figured out. (laughs) Uh, Y'all get back to doing whatever it was you're doing. uh, Yeah, I hope you had a good lunch. (laughs) Yeah. Every Tuesday at lunch. Every every Tuesday. We're we're your lunch on Tuesdays. Just consider it that. Cube with Lundberg and uh, watch watch our show. How about that? Sounds good. Thanks so much, y'all. Watch the show live Tuesdays at noon on our website, sudsandbuds.net. You can also help to support the show by clicking the Amazon.com affiliate link on our homepage. A percentage of everything you then purchase goes to help support this great program. To find Speenberg stand-up shows in your area, just go to speenberg.com for tour dates. And to find everything Brian Stevens, just go to brianstevens.com. And don't forget this week's sponsor, Bonzo Tune Studios. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, Bonzo Tune Studios, simply great audio. Find us on the web at bonzotunes.com. Thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week.